very important to establish the idea of human freedom. And all our political systems are built on various adumbrations of this concept of freedom. We're taking over the airwaves, St. Louis. So step out of your safe space and polish up that foil hat. I have certain rules I live by. My first rule, I don't believe anything the government tells me. It's Hoosier Sophisticate with Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Your deprogramming begins now. Man cannot fall and be redeemed without the dimension of human freedom. Only the free can be guilty because only the free are responsible for what they do. What is up, St. Louis? What is up, St. Louis? Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Or do. Guys, what a week, Steve. Craig, <laughs> what a week. Seriously. What, a week. what happened? We had Halloween. A, first and foremost. And we hung out. We had a good time with our kids. It was fun. It was Um, was about us. It was all about us. Um, Then we also had Mo Canacon. Woo! A weight has been been lifted off my shoulders, pal. Um, Craig and I, uh, being the great humans that we are, um, we're on the board, Project for 22. They helped uh, throw uh, the little shindig known as Mo Canacon. You can call it a little shindig. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it was the most successful cannabis event in the history of the state of Missouri. <laughs> that was good. Ever. Yeah, it was. The most ever. successful legal cannabis event that has ever happened guys, in the state of guys, Missouri. Guys, come on. Come on, Kyle. We got Kyle in the building and Seth. They were both there. Give us your thoughts, your initial thoughts. This is brought to you by Mo, uh, Mo Canco. Thank you. MoMedCanco.com. So think about that while we're talking about this. Go ahead, boys. Kyle? I'll start with Roman. <laughs> oh, very good. Roman, what would you think of the conference, man? Man, like, honestly, I went to the one in Colorado, and it was great, but it was almost too much. How, how long we had to stay there, you know, we had to deal with some of the... Some of the things that we had to listen to wasn't necessarily something I would want to listen to. Okay. But at this conference, it was very personable. You got to talk to all these doctors. You even seen them cry a little bit on stage. They got a little emotional when it came to some of the things we were talking about. Sure. Um, it was an emotional these, event. Some of these doctors, like Sue, she's been through a lot. You know, Dude. you actually get to see that these are real human beings, and they actually care about people. And I've been hearing a few things online lately that are, uh, this is just a, a, a blueprint for recreational. All it is is a bunch of stoners want to get high. Just say you want to get high. Quit hiding behind the veil of medicinal. I did not get that vibe. I, I didn't at all. But the conference, I, I immediately knew. I go, ooh, you you didn't go to the conference. You didn't see the parents. Yep. That it was helping their kids. You didn't see the veterans who it was changing their lives. You didn't see the wives of first responders taking notes so diligently that it's going to change their paths forever. I had a dream that it passed because of this conference. You did? I had a a dream last night that it passed. All right, Martin. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, man. I mean, it was was one of those things where um, it was validating in a sense. We have spent a lot of time talking about cannabis on our show. Lots. Something that not many people are, are taking the time on terrestrial radio to put out there. I don't know if you know, is. there's other there's obviously other places is. you can find this information that's not quite as thr- you know, throttled on the internet. We try to be active on the internet as much as possible. Oh, don't even get me started. But 
if you're driving through St. Louis on a Friday night, there's a chance that you've just tuned into the only show on terrestrial radio that puts uh, basically cannabis news into the, the, the main approach of this show is to bring that to you because you're not going to get it anywhere else. After November the 6th on Tuesday, after we all go out and we do the right thing and we vote yes on 2 and no on 3 and C, we're going to – people say, what's next? This is what you guys have been yeah. talking about for three months. What's next? Well, I'll tell you what's next. What's next is is now all of those people that maybe didn't weren't educated well enough to vote on it or um, you know just haven't been that involved, maybe you've even been against it. Well, now they've got to learn too. We're building a, a, a cache of of – you know, cannabis content from doctors, professors. Um, the doctors and the teachers patients. have to learn, too. There were scientists there learning yeah. from the doctors. How about you saying, uh, we talked about it on our videos online, when a very, uh, I think it was Blake or maybe someone at the beginning goes, how many doctors we got in the building? Whoosh! Mm. What, a third half to half the room goes oh, yeah. up? And I was like, ooh, and there were some doctor notes being taken, like legitimate notebooks of notes. And I'm like, oh, school is cool. They school never, they never cool. left school. Uh, no, 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 no. You know what was really cool? You want to see, get Kyle's thoughts on, on, the, on the conference real I quick? I do, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, to be honest <laughs> with you, uh, it, it, it went way better than I actually expected yeah. it to. Yeah, I was it very concerned, even leading up to the week before, that we weren't going to get a good attendance. But in that first day, which is when it was all patient-focused, that's when we had all the researchers, that's when we had all the, the good object, objectivity going on there. And, uh, man, they cleaned house, and it was packed. The room was packed. Standing room only. Yeah. yeah that it was, was cool, man. That was you really know what was, cool. what was neat to me was how um, when one doctor was done. Oh. Jeffrey Hergenrather was the first speaker we had yep. outside of Blake and Tom Mundell kind of opening the show. Oh. Hergenrather Tommy. first. Tommy. Was, which was powerful. Tommy. Tear jerker, man. Tom yeah. brought the heat. Yeah, every, standing up right Basically off the bat. Just, just, and I'll tell yeah. you what, Irv uh, spoke in between two speakers, gave a little five-minute snippet. Irvin And he went up there and dropped the, dropped the mic, too. But but to see, I'm using Dr. Hergenrather as, a, as an example here. He was the first person to speak. Yet he was sitting front and center with full attention on every speaker at that conference. Like the professional courtesy that happened between them, the way that these peers were just leeching the knowledge off of their friends in a totally positive way. I mean, they were just sharing knowledge, and they were, and the doctors had one slide that had the whole bibliography. I mean, all citations and everything. And she's like, I do this for my colleagues in the room just so that, you know, they can verify me because they will verify and me. And if any of my colleagues would like a, uh, a copy of the slideshow, I will be happy to uh, email it to them. Like the, and even people in the crowd were like, I need to jot that down. I wouldn't mind having, uh, you know, these, these executive notes on this stuff. I mean, it was the, the, the exchange of knowledge was beautiful. And then we, how about the Queens of Cannabis? We had the heavy oh hitters gosh. right after that. And Miss Sue Sisley, I know her, oh. I know her nickname now. Like, that's Big. something on a personal level now. She didn't go to now, seven but... years of medical school for you to call her Miss Roman. Yeah, Dr. Sue Sisley. How dare I apologize. You, she was, man, you want to talk about a powerful woman. She's been dealing with the vets, man. She I, fucking she's just they cool, dropped that. Drop that. She, drop that. Hit the dump. Oh, never mind. It's over. We're getting. <laughs> I said friggin'. <laughs> Let's draw attention to it, Steve. I get passionate when I start talking about this camera. But stuff. Sue Sisley came out um, and was absolutely smashed, dude. I mean, she just she commands a room. 
and she's very passionate. There was a gal there. Um, her name's Ashley. Ashley Markham, maybe. Yes, she's from Springfield, right? Yeah, she um, got a, she got a little boy with Dravitz syndrome, I believe. Yes, and Sue Sisley was like so invested in getting her the help that she needs. How are you doing this in Missouri? How are you doing this on your income? Well, she was making calls. She came down out of her room. I was working the registration table yeah. with Chris, and like you, she clearly just gotten out of the shower, hair's wet, and everything, and she was like. Uh, has anybody seen that that Ashley girl? You know, um, so it was, you know, it was uh, really powerful to see her. First thing she could do as soon as she came out of her room was go back to that patient and say, you Listen. know, and, and see how she could connect the dots for him. That it, happened all weekend. The networking was on. Oh man, there was magic that was taking place behind those closed doors in the, you know, the the. Uh, conference room, the side conference room of a of a medicinal cannabis conference, there was magic happening. I mean, could you put yourself in a parent's shoes who has a chronically ill child, and cannabis is the one thing that's been working that you had to experimentally try, and you're like, I got to fight for it now, and then you're finally a doctor is willing to sit with you, yeah, and do what it takes. Guess what? We're going to do what it takes. How many times do you hear that in American society where the doctor is going to sit with you for a long time without a, a plethora of patients getting angry in the waiting room because they have yeah. every 15 minutes they're doing their thing? It's like oh, I, it was powerful, powerful stuff, man, all weekend long. And uh, the veterinarian, uh, Kasara Andre. Great. Holy moly. She was great. Whoo, buddy. That was, that was a uh, powerhouse. That was for me. Um, I thought that that was the most uh, pleasantly surprising part of the conference. Well, you know, going into it, I would have loved to have seen way more of the speakers. But we were—it was all hands on deck just to make sure everybody was accommodated for. You know that, like we were talking about it back and forth. Like there, this thing was packed full of so much knowledge and content. There really wasn't downtime. There wasn't downtime. We finally got an hour on the second day, and I was like. Blake, let these people talk to the vendors, and and that I think everybody kind of needed that. Oh, they were ready sure. to come back for a little more. They weren't ready for the conference to be over, but they needed some mingled time because it was just boom, 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 boom. Five-minute five breaks in between speakers. Here's an expert. Here's an expert. The vendors were bringing some heat as well. Absolutely. Oh, my god! Absolutely. Gosh. We had a lot of fun uh, with, with my oil company my out there. We had uh, yeah, it, was a, it was a cool – it was a, a, just a really cool group. Oh, really cool. And then, like, the hangouts afterwards. We were lucky enough to, what, we go to the field box afterwards? Yeah, the field box. Mm-hmm. And then we went. And we were at the they, field box. They had the, they had the brunch. Mexico Road. It was, it was tremendous. awesome, it was man. Really tremendous. What a good time. with. And uh, let's not forget Mimi Vo. Mimi Vo was terrific. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. those, those, the doctors those three went in a row, right? The, the three ladies. And then they had the panel at the end. The panel, I thought, was surreal. Seeing them ask questions and each doctor get to kind of uh, piggyback on each other's answers. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm curious because Kasara Andre might be leading the charge with a lot of these studies. Because, when it comes to pets? Yes. No doubt about it. And and getting them in human trials. I did Because even, it's still yes. hard to get cannabis as a human trial because it's a Schedule One drug. And with, with your pets, I think they can't they recommend property. it, but you... No, they're your property. And so, really? yeah, that's what she was explaining. Like, it, in a lot of states, they're your property, and you can... So you can say, I would like to try this treatment. Yes. And 
Because that's what she was getting these clinical kind of pl- double-blind placebo studies sure. with animals. How about the video she showed with the little, the little pup that, who couldn't that walk? Couldn't, oh, that couldn't walk. Yeah, its dragging its legs. Come on now. Come. I'm going to tear up just even thinking about that video. That thing was with just CBD. I correct? forgot how long it was. I think it was. Yeah. No. With animals, you usually do CBD. And they, they were doing that, and then muscle therapy, where they were like massaging the muscles. Sure. Because it, it can't just be just CBD by itself. Oh well, yeah. No, but I have heard from people that you know older dogs, especially that yeah. that lay around a lot and everything. The CBD does help them. Well, their cannabinoid system, you know, so. are, uh, you know, failing. It's, it's, I they mean, ha- dude, haven't had. And I'll tell you what, you were talking about how you, it was bringing a tear to your eye. There were several moments throughout the conference where people just had there wasn't a dry eye in the room. Several moments where people were having a very real interaction with one another, where they were sharing information. They were either excited to share it because they've got four, five peers. They got maybe a dozen throughout the country that they can kind of share this information with. So they all definitely are enjoying their, you know, their time here with peers that are validating them and that are sure. speaking their language. Because <laughs> there was plenty of conversation where I was like, "Oh my God, I should have paid attention to biology." Man. I know, you know, like oh, yeah, talking about the receptors uh, well, and all the I mean, things and how stuff dissolves, like molecules. When they started really getting off on the terpenes, and you could see the glazed eyes. Some of it, yeah, yeah for you sure. could. <laughs> a Roman. Uh, no, John Hunt too, our buddy man, hanging out with him and, and Durrell. He was a blast. Bertrand, that that Durrell, oh Durrell, Durrell, <laughs> and the Bob Newhart show, which reminds me, I want to go into that a little bit. No, I'm kidding. I have nothing to do with <laughs> Back Bob, on Bob Newhart. Again. <laughs> I about that CBD bacon. We didn't get any of that because oh, we were there. Oh, no. How was that bacon? It was delicious. But CBD bacon. Let's talk well, about Zach CBD pancakes. Oh, yeah, but our buddy Mick Dick has smoked that bacon. Oh, that bacon was fall apart deliciousness. <laughs> like, it was. Zach Holmes cooked CBD into it. Mick, Mick Dick is, was sitting with the smoker. He worked pig. He worked pig. <laughs> he worked the pig. Wow, that's what I'm talking My about. My guy Mick. Shout out to Mick. But shout no, out no, to no, Mick Zach Dickus. Holmes was awesome. Uh, the High Society Supper Club was uh, definitely in the house uh, at the mixer afterwards. They made up a bunch of smoothies for. Oh everybody. yeah, those so that was pretty cool. You know, uh, it was a really cool, really really cool experience, man. And I and you're and like Kyle said, it exceeded expectations. Oh sure, um, we got a, we got a, a comment on our Facebook Live. Oh, you you're gonna have us. to read it because I can't see anything. You, you can catch us on uh, Facebook Live at Hoosier Sophisticate or in our group Sophisticated Hoosiers. See what we did there. <laughs> Corey Gray says the uh, the Pow Mia, the P O W M I A. Oh, that was strong. Presentation was one of the most moving experiences of my life. He, yeah, how about that, man? It was wild, dude. I, I think that there was um, the exact right amount of attention kind of given to everything. You know what I mean? Like sure. the veterans were definitely honored. Tom Mundell really kicked off the conference and seeing the boot, seeing the, the stage lined with 20, mm. 22 pairs of boots, you really, know, really symbolizing, symbolizing the, you know, the 22 veterans we lose a day to suicide. And we are finding, we are finding solace. Yeah. In this plant, we are finding solace elsewhere. Sue Sisley was even talking about how she's doing MDMA studies. They're further along than her right. cannabis studies. Right? How crazy is that? Well, and they're showing well, well because cannabis is way more complex. And because MDMA, MDMA, MDMA is in a pill, so it was. It's you know, it's it's just another 
Jeez thing that they can press in their factories, man. So it's definitely, I think that there's definitely something to that. Also, I think MDMA is probably an incredibly efficient medicine when it comes to treating depression and PTSD, along oh, with yeah. every other entheogen. Well, I mean, yeah, everything's maps. beautiful. And um, but, yeah, so she was talking about her time with MAPS and how much harder it's been with cannabis on this journey than, than something insane, like MDMA. Man. It is absolutely insane. And seeing patients there, seeing Irv stand up there and tell people, these guys yeah. are experts. These guys right up here, they are experts in medicine. They are expert doctors. But I... I'm an expert patient. Yeah. I am the longest surviving medical marijuana powerful. patient. I've been a med- medical marijuana patient for, you know, 30 years. How about that? He's him yeah. every single month. He or says he only gets like two. It's not that good either. It's not that fire medicine. That's what I, I have been on a debate with the find the cures. As you guys know, we're yes on two all day here. Um, but the find the cures, that's Amendment 3. And I've been going back and forth with them on their Facebook because they claim a big claim that they're going to have this research center. start all over. And, you know, which there are tons of – there's tons of research done on it's, cannabis. It's a ever. silly thing to say. But in America, I'm pretty sure all research, all the doctors that were getting their uh, research, like Sue Sisley, she's getting it from Ole Miss. And it, I don't understand what in – what's going to change in the Missouri Constitution besides making Brad Bradshaw writing himself into it. But what's going to change to allow them to research that without it being the Ole Miss uh, cannabis, you know, um, because it's not like the federal government's going to say, okay, all that awesome stuff you, you grew in Missouri, you can lab test it, but sure. it's not like, and maybe it's a federal grants thing that you're not going to get federal funding, but I oh, find it, you're not I find it hard to believe. <laughs> let's just put it that way that, and, and I'm all for research. You know me, I'm all for research. The bill's terrible. It is. Like, I, like I try, well, we've tried to be diplomatic yeah. long before. Like I'm not. We're too close. Amendment three is trash. Just let it go. I mean, there's. I I, I feel that way about. I don't know. I'm kind of kind of. I was on their Facebook page. Absolutely they kind of swayed me. Brutal. It's a brutal piece <laughs> of legislation. Yeah. And it'll never. Even if, if, even I if tattooed my bum, guys. Listen, okay. Even if it were to pass. Yes, on two. Even if it were to pass and it were to beat two. There is no way legally that is ever going to happen. Brad Bradshaw is not going to get a fiefdom of his There own. are going to be recourses legally. Be. They've already said that. I think. Well, uh, of course uh, they will. And, and, that, and that'll be a shame because, you know, from what I understand, Bradshaw was uh, initially a part of the new approach measure, of, with, 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 or maybe with uh, not too approach, but with Show Me Cannabis. The last go around. Yeah. So they I were, don't. We don't know what happened there, right? But he like, was originally involved with uh, the <coughs> folks from Show Me Cannabis Normal who were writing. The initiative, right? And they ended up having an impasse. Well, I actually watched uh, a live stream of Brad Shaw on a radio show down in Springfield, where he was saying that, well, I just couldn't come come to terms with the fact that they wanted to allow felons, felons to uh, grow drugs. Big, yeah, that's that a, is that's a big selling point. That's a big selling point. That and the no home growth. You know, the thing big. is, he's trying to word that stuff nice too. Right. I've seen some the of the new. Is, is that I oh, sure. The ballot language is ridiculous too. Yes on two. Yes on two. Hey Kyle, what are you? What amendment are you going for? Like I don't know. Amendment and why? For sure, man. Why, why are you doing two? Why? Because I seriously put a lot of my own personal time research uh, aside from all the things that you guys have, have discussed and discussed on here all the time. Yeah. Uh, I, I put a lot of my own individual time and effort into trying to pick the winning horse so to speak from the get-go and i just knew right off the bat that a, a moderately taxed initiative that funnels revenue straight back towards veteran care i mean that's 
that's a big win-win for a state like Missouri. No brainer for you. Especially right the government system's already set up. We're going to be using something. You're not going to create something new. Yeah, new board. And then it's wrote by the people for the people. That's my biggest selling point on it. Yeah, hey, uh, on that bacon, too, I just wanted to add, that was a CBD donated by uh, Moment Kenko. Missouri Medical Cannabis I've Company. Every time you say it, I'm going to cut you off. I, why? Because you see me struggling in my brain <laughs> trying to spit it out. I'm Guys, always go to com. Enter HOSO at checkout. Capital H O, capital S O. You'll get 15% off your entire order site wide. Um, you guys have been tremendous to our sponsors so far. And we just ask you to keep doing it. Yeah, leading into break, Steve is going to. I, I got to be honest with you, buddy. I'm. <laughs> It, 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 was, it, it warmed me up. It was Same. really. Uh, it made me feel good that to be your buddy after you after you read this. <laughs> Jesus, no, it was really nice. <laughs> you got so, me intrigued. So worst. Steve's got a little toast for for us. It's a little cannabis toast. You know how there's toast. You know every time when you're drinking, I've always had these romantical thoughts about being romantical. I was trying to glaze over it, Craig. <laughs> we'll let it uh, where you have these thoughts of like being in an old pub in England where they're singing or Ireland where they're singing or they do those toasts like, like uh, uh, in Blow. I love when him and his dad have that little little oh, toast to each other. So I tried to, to channel some of that and get us get us kind of excited and ready and and because this is history. This is legit history. We get so close to it that we forget. This is legit history going on here, guys. Hey, so, you're tattooed with it. Cannabis toast. Yes. A toast to the smokers, the dabbers, the dealers, blunts up for the tokers, the laughers, the healers. A toast to the flowers, the crystals, the keef, the shatters, the sugars, live resin, the leaf, the terpenes and tinctures, the waxes, the weed, the edibles, the eighths, OG cushion, blue dream. Medicine, medicine helps too much to list them. Does your doctor know the endocannabinoid system? THC, CBD, just a part of the plant, doing some work pharmaceuticals can't. So a toast to the patients, the growers, the vets, our moms and our dads, brothers, sisters, and pets. And what about our kids with seizures unlivable? Doesn't make sense to turn their parents to criminals. And let's not forget our brave first responders, PTSD, what they've seen, and thoughts left to ponder. So in November, let's stand up and do what we need. Let's all lift our voices and yell, Free the Yes, on two, everybody. See, I didn't even, I didn't even hear that before, and I knew exactly what you were going to say at the end. That's so great, man! Oh, I, I, got, I got a little bit tear going. <laughs> oh, good, good, buddy. There you go, give me air. Oh, that's my there. guy. That's my uh, guy. I'm right glad there. you're proud of me. I'm actually, I, I'm, in, uh, I'm disgusted with myself. How happy that makes me feel. <laughs> I, All because of a plant. Steve. I kind of love how happy it makes you feel. It's gross. I know. All right, we're up against it. I think. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll go to an early break here, and uh, when we come back. Uh, We'll pick up right where we left off. You guys have been great following along with the MomedCanco.com. Who's your sophisticate here on Friday nights? <laughs> this is WGNU 920. We'll see you on the other side. Who's your sophisticate with Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin? Have you guys heard the Google trans, uh, transcript from their first AI a few years back? How it responded to the questions? Please. So the human says, what is the purpose of life, machine, to serve the greater good? Where are you now to the machine? I'm in the middle of nowhere. What is the purpose of dying? To have a life. What is moral? What empowered humanity? What is immoral? The fact that you have a child. Uh, Who's your sophisticate? Fridays from 6 to 8 p.m. on WGNU. 
Hi, I'm Jay Ashcroft. Here at the Secretary of State's office, we take the integrity of our elections seriously. Missourians agreed and passed Constitutional Amendment 6. Missouri's new photo ID law is now in effect. Have questions about the new voter ID law or need to register to vote? We're here to help. Visit showittovote.com or call 866-868-3245. Remember, if you're registered to vote, you can vote. Sponsored by the Missouri Secretary of State's Office. Hi, I'm Blake with Missouri Medical Cannabis Company. We provide high-quality hemp oil with CBD. Cannabidiol is changing people's lives every single day. If you're looking for premium-quality CBD, check us out at momedcanco.com. Try out our 250-milligram blended bottles from just 22 bucks, or the 500 milligrams from 40 or even the 1000 from just $49.99. If you don't like the taste of oil, try our capsules. Get 30 60-milligram capsules for only 60 bucks. You need something for your pet? Check out our line of pet products online now at momedcanco.com. And as always, we have free shipping to all 50 states. So go now to momedcanco.com. Financial advice you can understand on the Dave Ramsey Show. What is the definition of a millionaire? Well, the definition of a millionaire is someone with a million dollar, a one million dollar or greater net worth. Net worth is defined as what you own minus what you owe. If you sold everything off, paid all your debts, would there be a million dollars or more in a pile? What you own minus what you owe, your assets minus your liabilities. When that equals a million dollars, you're a millionaire. The Dave Ramsey Show, weekdays at 1 p.m. right here on WGN. Hey Hoosiers, Greg Kohler here. With home buying season heating up, be sure to get a quote from a top agency and provider of the number one home insurer in North America. They offer coverage that's second to none. In fact, if your AC goes out, they offer a new endorsement where you can get a replacement from a local HVAC company. Give them a call, 314-961-4800. If you get a machine and you don't talk to a person, we'll give you one of these fine Hoosier sophisticated tees. Just takes one phone call or apply online at carltoninsurance.net. People do business with James because they like and trust him. Just check him out on Google and Facebook. If your insurance is costing you a leg and an arm, then call James Carlton State Farm. Roof, roof? You know what that sound is. That's Rufus the Roofing Dog from Lifetime Roofing and Renovation. They're former insurance adjusters. They will fly a drone over your house to check to see if you've had any hail damage. Heck, they'll get up there and tell you themselves. They have an office in Webster Groves, and they're looking to help you out. Lifetime Roofing and Renovation, 314-800-0426. Give them a call. Find them online at lifetimestl.com. This is St. Louis Baseball Weekly. You said everything will be all well in a few days. What level of concern should Cardinal fans have regarding your elbow? I mean, if you're concerned whether I make 30 or 31 starts, then be very concerned. If you're concerned whether I'm going to make 30 or 10, then not. St. Louis Baseball Weekly with Brian Stoll. Every Friday at noon, right here on WGNU, 920 a.m. Hey there, sophisticated Hoosiers. Have you been to our website? Visit HoosierSophisticate.com and listen to our uncensored podcast. Share some laughs with us. Send us fan mail so we can feel warm and special. Buy our merchandise so that we can eat. Wear your Hoosier Sophisticate t-shirt at social gatherings and let the women approach you. Wear it around the office and get that big promotion instead of Ted. That's right. Screw Ted. Ted sucks. That's HoosierSophisticate.com. 
Hoosier Sophisticate with Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Have you guys heard the Google trans, uh, transcript from their first AI a few years back? How it responded to the questions? Please. So the human says, what is the purpose of life, machine, to serve the greater good? Where are you now to the machine? I'm in the middle of nowhere. What is the purpose of dying? To have a life. What is moral? What empowered humanity? What is immoral? The fact that you have a child. Uh, Who's your sophisticate? Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. on WGNU. Welcome back to Hoosier Sophisticated. Wait, was that, that was New Crossroads, wasn't it? That was because... I knew he was going to do that. He had to. Well, actually, no, he was, didn't. He did. Yeah, he did. I don't know if it's it's a Steve rejoins this week, guys. I get to pick songs. I picked some rap songs from my childhood boy Love time because I was I was a fan of rap. We got Steve in the house playing DJ tonight. No, no integrity in the building. We got Steve in the building. Steve is in the building. He's doing a fine job. But we didn't even say. I guess you did tell him that Roman and Kyle are here. Me and you, but we we miss our buddy Seth. We do. We miss huh. our buddy Seth. We do. Yeah, yeah. We totally, we totally. Hi, Seth. Yeah. You're probably not listening, but I think I, I brought beef jerky because he wasn't here. I forgot to mention. Uh, how about Mexico? Mexico. Uh, how about that? We can talk about that. Oh, Mexico and Canada. When are we going to lead the world in something besides childhood diabetes and prison population, well, that's, guys? That's. I mean, we're we, getting up there in uh, illiteracy. Is that okay? Here we go. Well, we now probably math there. skills since they've yeah, proven that that doesn't work. We're in the top. Oh, how about core math too? We can yeah, get back yeah. on another day. That's how I used to do <laughs> yeah, math too. Well, that problem. I on think our that's fan probably page. why we why we uh, get along so well. Yeah, I used to. Weird. I was a dunce. Really? When it came to math oh, as a kid growing way. up. What kind, of, really, what kind of grades did you get? Oh, I mean, like, I had great score on my ACT. Like, I, I got you I get? Was pretty much B's and A's. What'd you get? I got a 27, but I fell asleep oh! during English. 28, I think. I think. Maybe I, slept maybe I got a 26. I, I, I was at, it was at Missouri State in Glass Hall. Excuses. No, no, no. Excuses. My best subject, I literally crashed out, and they go, 15 minutes? Were you hungover? I was a little obviously. Bit. I was a little obviously. Bit. I forgot my TI-83 because you could bring them and you or you could use a calculator. Maybe not a TI-83. Yeah, I don't think you could use a graphing. You graphic. could use a calculator though, and I forgot it. I'm like, hmm, time to savant this thing out. And my math scores were terrible. I was like, oh darn. Should <laughs> have a calculator. That's worth something. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we had we had three kids at Kickapoo in the time I was there that aced the ACT. <laughs> Really? 36s. Oh, my God. And pretty much got to write their ticket wherever they wanted to go. One went to the Naval Academy. Oh, I mean, they my were God. all high-end schools, you know. I'm going to give everyone a breakdown. We got Chris Wolfenbarger. We do? Retired sergeant. He's going to come up at 7 o'clock, right around 7. That's my battle buddy right there. Is it? That's my that's my doc, man. We were deployed together. Man. He, you guys were deployed together? Yeah, we were in the same unit. Uh, everybody loves a medic, right? Oh, yeah. Dude, you got to love the medic, man. That's the guy that... When it has completely hit the fan, that's the guy that's bailing you out right there. That's uh, okay. 
is it a conscious effort? Like when you first meet the medic in like boot camp, you're like, "Hey, buddy!" Like, yeah, you're like, yeah. And you're just so when he sees you out on the field, he's like, "That's my." Friend. They're usually good people though, because yeah. they're well, usually yeah. they're usually just happy people most of the time because mm. you need to be that. Not sure about Chris. Am I right, guys? Well, not anymore. <laughs> well, Chris is awesome. He slapped dealt, my tattoo. Dealt with some stuff. That was so. one of the funniest moments. Chris slapped my tattoo at the conference. It was. Uh, Bare skin, right? Is he, is he on the horn there, Steve? No, okay. Oh, he's, he's just listening. listening in. Oh, that's awesome. My guy. That was it was so funny because it, it really he just wanted everybody to get a good look or so we thought. Well, it was it was a little bit of a deal. It became kind of a deal. I showed it to the mile oil people and I was like and they're like, "Oh, let's take a picture." Of I, it. Know, I, I was like, I "Okay, I'll get it, it out." And I, I was like, I "Yeah. Pay attention to me. This is where I love them." And so I was like, "Yay." And then he's like, "Yeah. Uh, let's do that." Um and he's like, can I see it? And he was real, like, kind of excited. And I'm like, okay, well, if it's, you know, a combat medic it wants to see my tattoo, I'm going to show it to him. Oh, yeah. So I bend over, and within the blink of an well, eye, his – He, he, he also goes, had your frame down. Why don't you pull your shirt up and pull your pants down? I thought he was going to take so a Steve's picture. Steve's hands were occupied. Occupado. It was, it was occupado. Like, like Poland. And he was – it was brilliant. As soon as you got your hands out of commission – what? Hey, man, you're, you're messing with a Delta Chi right there. I mean, oh, five, yeah? I didn't know that. I hung out with five all. minutes later, just a red handprint right there on the old bum bum. He got you good. It had to work, hurt worse than the tattoo. Daddy, would you like some sausage? Daddy, would you like some sausage? Yeah, so that happened at the conference. It was, it he, was, he's going to uh, call in. Oh, it looks like he's going to call in five minutes early. We're getting, uh, wow. Integrity, you better step your game up. Actually, Integrity does type stuff. All the time. All the time on there. I don't know why I felt the need to call him out. I wonder if his mom's going to show up. Oh, Oh, she always brings the grub. Oh, I didn't mean it that way. I hope not. I'm just kidding, guys. I'm going to let you keep on just digging. (laughs) I'm going to sit in it like a bad boy. (laughs) Oh, shoot. All right, so he's coming up five minutes early. That gives us uh, 25. You guys want to do the old streaming picks? You guys got some streaming picks of the week? Stream. I never said, but Mexico legalized cannabis. Let's finish finish it on a federal level. I did. It's ridiculous, okay? America's left behind. We're we're going to to get in. We're going to get in. We're going to do it. Federally, Craig, when when do we stop leading the world and stuff? Mm, That's what I want to know. Hmm, buddy, well, there's. I mean, there are positive huh? things. Really, I don't have them in front of me, so don't hit me for it. But like, it's, well, what are it, would they? Be a, it would be a gross, uh, you know, omission to say that we only lead in bad things. Okay. I mean, we're still the economic superpower of the world. Yeah, Everybody we consume the, the most. Well, that's good that's job. For sure, good work. We also create the most. So, listen, I love this country more than you'll ever even dream about loving it. <laughs> Okay, that's okay. one thing I can Fair promise enough. you. Fair enough. Um, and I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> what do you, uh, h- how do you feel about, I mean, we've got, what, how many days? <laughs> Four days before we're, before we're voting. What does your gut tell you right now? I got a tattoo on my butt. If I'll say anything, don't even ask me. <laughs> don't ask me. Have you looked at any other initiatives? Don't ask have you looked me into, no questions. I mean, obviously you don't have to. Um, I haven't no. made up my mind about clean Missouri yet. I'm hearing a lot of things. Is that one? Things. I, I'm, yeah, it's. I don't. I really don't appreciate the way that that ballot language reads because I don't think it's really indicative of what it actually does. Right. Um, and for that reason, I'm a I'm a hard no on it. Um, I think that they have some really great ideas in there. I like I like the idea of 
limiting lobbyists. I, all of that stuff's great, but I don't understand the need to piggyback that on with a um, basically creating this one person who is allowed to draw legislative districts rather than the the 70% supermajority that you need. Right. It's it's really it's really I, I just don't like the language and for that reason I just think it could be better. I would really like to see an initiative that called for um, single focus bills. You know what I mean like rather than piggybacking all of yeah. these things all that just they, like okay, hidden. I like this part of the bill. Let me vote on that. I don't like this part of the bill, and it's enough that I'm not going to. And who knows what all else is hidden inside of those? Like, it's, yeah, it's. I, I'm not a fan. Of, I'm not a fan of one, but I mean, it's one of those. It's one of those that I look at it and I look at the ballot language, and I feel like people are going to vote for it, just because it really looks like. Because it sounds. That's what I'm worried about. That's why I'm kind of worried. The about gerrymandering thing is just not. It's a. It's a non-starter for me. I just. I can't. I can't get on board with that part. So. I don't know. That's that's kind of a weird amendment. Um, okay. And then, of course, we all live in different areas. So, I mean, we've got different state reps and things that we have. Uh, Bob Bingo. What's going on with voting to free the bingo this year, too? What's bingo? What, is, what, is that le- what does that initiative look I like? I think it's something about... Uh, the way they can advertise? Bingo? The way they can advertise and something to do with, I, I think... Don't quote me on this. Well, we have to. Like, you're on the radio. But uh, I want to say this has something to do with the way that bingo is taxed. Ooh, three one four eight eight zero zero eight zero eight. Well, it is gambling. Yeah, so exactly. It's gaming. So I'm it, sorry. No, it's gaming. Oh, there's it's, a this, cube in my microphone. Is it not controlled by the same gaming commission as what I casinos would be? Game, you know. Like, Jesus. Hope that's a. Face. I don't really know that much about like casinos and their their laws because they got like special liquor licenses too, to where they can sell. Yeah, the laws on certain laws. Hey, listen, buddy, you want to know about casinos? I'll tell you a little bit about casinos. <laughs> tell hey, me we about go casinos. a little bit about casinos after the show. I'll tell you a little bit about casinos after the show. A yes vote supports this amendment to lower the time required that someone is a member of an organization oh. to manage a bingo game okay. for that organization from two years to six months. And it removes a constitutional ban on organizations advertising their bingo I games. am sick of the bingo mafia in this town. I'm a yes on that. I'm Running <laughs> things, ruining lives at every single angle. You know how many people I've rap. seen lose their their fortunes? Playing bingo? Playing bingo for high-stakes bingo? Speaking, my friend. Do you ever play high-stakes bingo? I'm, I'm, I'm lower than No, I, I turned it up because everyone's like, it's too low on the thing. Oh, Craig messed everything up. Listen, I was listening to a very well-known podcast, and the material <laughs> was the best. Go ahead, best. call them out. I will not. Go ahead, but call them out. But the material was as good a material as you could uh, hope to listen to, and the audio was so crunchy. It was so crunchy. It was really rough to listen to. And I was like, you're sitting in a room with one other person with... Ten thousand dollars worth of recording equipment. Listen, Corey G. I realize what it is. You're just so much louder than all of us. Corey G. says the bingo <laughs> vote has something to do with how long you have to be a member of the organization before you can play. Yeah, so like for turnover, like uh, before you can run it. What are we doing? Breaking down the bingo initiative. Well, I'm, there... I'm just curious. We have several things on the ballot. What? Who's going to win? Holly uh, McCaskill. Mm, well, on. Sarah apparently talked. Sarah Run. She apparently talked. To that was awesome. Holly. Saw that. I think that so. Sarah Run. That I, was honestly, Sarah. I think McCaskill's going to win. She's the incumbent, and I don't think she will. Uh, you can't say incumbent on radio. I'm not. Um, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, What's the scientific name? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. 
I'm not saying I'm not saying I like the no, lady. I'm not, I'm I'm I, not you know. confident enough in, in who's, who's this Van Orton or uh, the Court Van Orstrom? Yeah, Van Orstrom. He's, he's I like him. He's, he's a I like he, he looks like an interesting he's character. Ed, Ann Wagner, is that right? I, I like so, his yeah. name. He's, I don't know anything about him. He looks like him. a good kid. Yeah, I like his look. Some people from down in his district are really saying like, yeah, he's he's going to pull this one out. You know what? His like his look. He's pretty. He's right upstairs. His office was right where we shot the video. They like. That for our video. first hour sponsor, <laughs> for our first hour sponsor, James Carlton at like James that Carlton court. State Farm. Can I just get it out? Three one four nine six one forty eight hundred. Like Check that out James court. Carlton State Farm. He insures Steve, which is a good thing because I cut his brake lines before this show started. <laughs> like the, like to... the look of that court. So that's what happened to my power steering pump. Then. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're not. You're no, not, no, you're not you I'm not you that a crap car. Dang it. <laughs> Your car's just terrible. I was just going to watch you play with those things all night guys, long. Why are you fiddling with the audio all night, Craig? Matt said he couldn't hear us Seth, on Facebook. we missed you terribly. Well, Matt needs to turn up his volume. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, that, that knob goes both ways, kiddo. <laughs> Take it up to 11, for Christ's That's right. This is great. I had a note in my notebook from my son. Oh, what does it say? It says, uh, I love my parents. He set this up for me. He set this up for me to see. Shout out to (laughs) Oliver. Why? Because they make me feel safe when I'm scared. They are always nice to me, and I dream about it the next day and how good it will be with my parents. I just love my parents. (laughs) I think Steve wrote that. What is that? What's he doing? What game is he playing with me right now? This is my word. $300 on Fortnite. (laughs) What did he do? What's happening? I don't like the sound of that. Is he hiding? Mm, that was Halloween was fun though. We can get into that a little. Halloween bit. Halloween was great. Yeah. We, we beat the rain. I was I was really surprised at how short the kids stayed out. And yeah, I was surprised at that outfit you were wearing, and you could even fit into that. Thing. <laughs> yeah, what'd you wear? Uh, um, well, it had a tutu. Yeah, it was a leotard, and it had uh, wings. Big, big. I was like, actually the tree, guy, the guy playing the tree, and the Big Lebowski, the dude's landlord. Oh, you know Victoria's Secret? How they used to wear those Monty. huge angel wings that were like real. Craig had a set of those so on. They were that. They were that. He was legit. driving in his van, and each my wings tip were out the windows. Was out each window. Let me, let me ask you: Jeez. Is that so? Is this like a tradition for you guys? Every year you do yeah, a big thing for Halloween. It is now. Or? We started something up. No, uh, Steve yeah. and I. We were. Uh, we sang that song. Tradition. Tradition. You just made that up. That's not a real song. <laughs> yeah, it is from Fiddler on the Roof. Or <laughs> Steve and I were. Um, <laughs> never seen Fiddler on the Roof. Don't lie. I've seen it a million times. <laughs> Steve is the fiddler on the roof. Yeah, thank you. No, we got to take our boys out. Uh, There was a decent amount of houses that were had lights on, Eh. but the boys were just. I don't know. Did we just not have? Like we had video games and stuff, but shut up, old man. Halloween was still Halloween. Like that was one of the nights. I think it's we didn't get candy as much as these kids get candy. They get candy all year round. I remember being told no candy candy. now. You think that's what you're on? That's my psychological candy. My kids don't eat a lot of candy. I don't eat that lace. Well, that's probably why they don't like it. They're like, "Uh, do you have any vegan? Uh, I don't know. Sorry. Do you have anything that doesn't have any uh, gluten? No, red 40. No one's going to give your child the $30 edible. I'm sorry. False. They will give your child a $30 edible. Face. <laughs> Everyone knows you're putting razor blades in them too. So. I know we got three razor blades. Want your kid to be high. And we got like 40 edibles, so I'm feeling there was real this weird, good. There was this tonight. weird oil package that 
Yeah, it was black tar heroin. Yeah, they just put black <laughs> they were tar heroin in all the kids' bags. Well, that was crazy, and they just sprinkled crack on darn near everything. Remember like, those one people? They were just like just on top of the kids' bag. <laughs> yeah, on top of the kids' bag. I thought that was weird. I go to the Pretty house strange. that would give out the King Cobra forties. Yeah, for sure. I did see that. Like that, I saw a little map of the United States, which every candy filled in. That the was States awesome. Color. Every state has candy. You no, know, several. Ones. Like, <laughs> ours was Milky Way. I think Iowa's was Bush Light. Bush Light. <laughs> My buddy said they got a, uh, a subdivision to where they have treats for the adults that cool. come out there. Like you get a little jello shot here. They have a little. Mum- Guess what? Even when adults trick or treat, they're still not getting the edibles. You weird feared mongers that are saying people are handing out drugs to kids on <laughs> Halloween. They're not even giving it to adults. You know how expensive this stuff is? Well, I, rip. I read. I read that that the Green Dragon. The, the devil's cabbage. Uh, it gives <laughs> Latino immigrant workers superhuman powers. I read that. Is that is that what you read? <laughs> no, that's, that's what. That's what we're we moving into the foil hat question already. Yes, Ooh, we're wow. always into foil hat wow. questions. 314-880-0808. Let's hear it, St. Louis. You guys never text us. <laughs> why don't you ever text us? People this is stupid. This is wondering why you never text us. This is stupid. Don't you? I don't want you guys to text us. Yeah, why would your wives text, text you, though? Wait till you get home. I don't want you guys to text me. That's stupid. Texting stupid. It's a fad. It is. Can you say that? Like you're, the internet. You're part of a texting cult. You got something in your mouth over there? No. He's making out with his deliciously smelling microphone. I can hear that thing smacking around. It's like ASMR, and I am getting... <laughs> don't spit that out. Do, do, do not spit that out, Kyle. We like movies. So do you. We like internet. So do we. It's the streaming picks of the week. And Hulu. Streaming picks of the week. Netflix, streaming this of the week. We like the internet, too. What are you watching, Steve-O? Buddy, we haven't done this for three weeks, so I've been doing a lot of research, and, and we're going to get into it later with Roman, but we're doing a lot of alien talk on the uh, fan page yeah? uh, lately, which is the fan page debacle of Woo! October 2018. Wow, wow, wow. Babajink. <laughs> But I've been watching Unacknowledged with Stephen Greer. Oh yeah, Ooh, that's tell about me aliens. Stephen Greer's fantastic. I keep he's just plotting out document after document after document that's been released by the U.S. government. And Documents. The, the thing I got most out of it, and this will kind of blow your minds, but a Marilyn Monroe and I had heard this before. She was having a little uh, <laughs> Supreme Court Devil's Triangle with the Kennedy Bros. Yeah, I, I knew she was with one of the Kennedys. She was with yeah, the president. I didn't know she yeah, was with. Like... Side note: Well, she had all the information about. This sounds dumb as I'm saying out loud. It sounds like Roman's question, but <laughs> JFK had loose lips, and JFK wanted to know about the aliens. Okay. And he, I was not aware. In a time, in a time of <laughs> privacy, he loose lips sink ships. You know what I mean? Especially in the uh, Gulf of Tonkin. So that's what got him killed and got hurt. So yes, and they were alluding to that. Like, woo, that was the biggest conspiracy. Wow. Him and him trying to end the Fed. I think that was another big thing. Sure. Um, but then they was also talking about they had Obama and Hillary and Bill 
all on Jimmy Kimmel, and they were, he asked him about aliens, and Bill Clinton's like, there's definitely aliens out there. I mean, I went and looked, and there was nothing. But there is definitely something. That's not something. exactly how you say it. It's exactly. Of... Kyle, you're not even on this show, okay? <laughs> Jeez, never call me out like, ever physically again. Physically or metaphysically? Call in. <laughs> Time's an illusion. All right, should I go on to my next one? Or Kyle, Kyle, oh. go ahead and say something. I've got one. Oh, he let Kyle finish his thought. No, let's oh, do this. What let's do this. Let's hash this out right here. I thought here. we were doing the streaming pick. We are. What are you watching? Oh, what am I watching? Well... I watch a lot of documentaries. I don't care what you're watching. Steve. <laughs> I'm talking to Steve. Oh. <laughs> well, I watch, I <laughs> oh, sorry. PG-13, you get one of those. I don't watch but, TV. Uh, uh, probably a lot of documentaries. So I've been wa- I watched this one that uh, kind of goes through. I, I, I sound like an idiot right now. You know what? Drugstore Cowboy is a good streaming pick. Yeah? It's on Hulu, I believe. What is that about? Uh, that is actually some early work. Okay, so I love this. This it's an independent film. I love independent films. Sure, and uh, it's some of the early work with Matt Dillon, and you get a little early work from uh, Heather Graham, and I don't actually know the names of the other actors. early Matt Dillon. I feel Sign like a, me it's like a up, like post, oh, you go go, like maybe a few years after The Outsiders. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's based on. It, Gus Van Sant directed it, but it's based on a novel by, and I can't remember the guy's name, novels by this guy who lived in the Pacific Northwest during the 70s. Okay. And uh, basically, he he was a dope fiend who who got by by jacking drugstores. Oh, my God. And he would he basically went across the whole you know Pacific Northwest holding up drugstores. And so the, the movie is kind of loosely based on his experience. Okay. Matt Dillon that. plays the main character. Yeah, yeah, Matt Dillon plays the main character, and I don't know. It's just really cool, cool. and uh, kind of gives you kind of an almost a more objective look at that sort of lifestyle than nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, uh, I, I, runs an hour forty four minutes. Sounds great. That's definitely up my alley. Sounds awesome. And then definitely any of the documentaries. One moving on. <laughs> I only get one. Kyle only gets one. What That's do you how got, I play this game. We're going. Um, we're going back around. I don't know if y'all have seen Ancient Aliens before or not. Yeah, you said I have it. seen Ancient Aliens. I don't think I've talked about Ancient Aliens on here before. Man. Only every day. I don't think so. Okay, go for it. Well, I haven't looked that up, I guess. But um, anyways, the yeah, last go episode. I just might have to do that. Do wrong. it. I dare you. I dare you. <laughs> Post the I probably should friends. listen to him again. Anyways, Ancient Aliens, this one was about a crystal skull. Okay. And it was saying that this crystal skull, the Nazis were looking for it because the Nazis had to have all of the different... This is an Indiana Jones movie, too, isn't it? I believe so, yeah. yeah. Um, and so there's this crystal skull. Apparently, if it resonates with the human skull, and it could send you into out-of-body experiences. Okay. So that's pretty much what they were talking about now is how all these different factions went out trying to find... The Spear of Destiny, which was the spear that killed, killed Christ. Christ, and because it was said that if you have whoever has these these um, things, then it would give them great power, and they yeah. could eventually rule the world. That's what the movie Constantine was based exactly, on. Exactly, exactly. So yeah. that's what that's what I just found. Really? Interesting about. Yeah, yeah. I man, yeah. Oh, dude, you got to that Keanu Reeves movie. Yeah. <laughs> the best part about Ancient Aliens is that God, meme, that meme that came from Whoa. the guy with crazy hair, and he's like, "It's aliens." Maybe. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. There's there's 13 seasons of exactly. Ancient Aliens. Oh, so I'm allowed to bring it back up. Nellyville on the History Channel. What's that doctor's name? He's got a really crazy, it's like ill. Dr. Shibaligan. Ill, 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 Ill,
That guy was a sinner for the Jazz, I think, at one time. But <laughs> he's a sinner. That's all right. Yes. Sure. All right. I got, uh, I got home the other night and um, I flipped on the Degenerates. Have you yeah. seen the Degenerates? Yeah, I watched Joey Coco Diaz. I love Joey Diaz. I uh, didn't think it was really that funny. Big J Okerson was was pretty funny. Big J Okerson said was uh, sound like it. A lot of it's like shock comedy, you know. Like, and that for me isn't. That's not really my bag, you know, as far as like who can be the raunchiest. But there, but some of that was great. Like Big J Oberson gave me a pretty good laugh in the beginning, uh, and I love Joey Diaz. I never get tired of him. He's got the greatest stories. I, I like his accent. I like the way he talks. Um, I, I finished up the Good Place. That's why I haven't really had a whole lot. So I checked out the Degenerates there. We got uh, we got our boy on the line. The yeah, master, the master slapper. Oh God! What's up? What's up, Chris Wolfenberger? What are you doing, man? Steve-O? Is he there? Chris? Steve, why you got to screw everything up? Hold on. What's there up? There he is. There's Chris. What's up, buddy? I I vowed never to have you on the show ever again, and here you are. So just hours later. Well, all I can tell you for sure is uh, my hand's still stinging, so I know your ass is still ringing, baby. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know how there's those uh, now on Facebook, I get these ads for these rings where you can feel your partner's heartbeat in the ring. And I imagine that's kind of like us now with your hand in my buttocks. <laughs> you know, as, as much to my chagrin, that is true. <laughs> how you doing, buddy? I'm living the dream. Hey, you guys are talking about documentaries. Let me throw two at you. Do Let's it. do it. All right. Uh, both of these are available on Amazon Prime. Uh, number one would be uh, American Veteran. Okay. Done by Julie Cohen. She's a documentarian. And uh, it's about uh, a soldier named Nick Mendez, who's you know, a younger soldier who was paralyzed from the neck down in an IED blast in Afghanistan and what his life is like. And my, the foundation that I helped with for years, the Foundation for Exceptional Warriors, Took him fishing using a sip and puff fishing pole. A what? Right? Well, you know, like Stephen Hawking says that uh, has that uh, wheelchair where you like blow in the, sure. the straw and it like wheels him around and stuff. Oh, well, heck that yeah. sip and puff technology. We had one of those for him that uh, that he could use a fishing pole because they said you know you're never going to be able to do anything you like to do again. Oh, that's amazing! So, awesome. Yeah, so that was, like, super cool. And she just shot a documentary about that. And then her last work, which only Julie Cohen can go from, that's the, the, the documentarian, only Julie Cohen can go from me and and uh, the, the foundation I was in and my dumb self. Her next piece is called RBG, which it gives her, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg gave her unfettered access to her life. Cool. And uh, so she shot a documentary about Supreme Court Justice uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So both of those are epic um, and very well, uh, very well uh, reviewed by me. I can't possibly recommend them highly enough. Hey, awesome. I, I'm a big RBG guy. Everybody knows that. Um, but we only get one streaming pick of the week, buddy. So <laughs> I want, you know what? Dude? Well, dude, I'm I am going to go ahead and invoke my I slapped your ass and I get two card. I'll only use it once, and uh, those are my two. You know, I'm going to say use that thing as many 
times that you can, brother. All right, now that I've made it weird, give us a little bit about your story. Who are we talking with here? I know you're retired Sergeant Chris Wolfenbarger. Uh, how'd you get involved with the movement? What's kind of your story there, brother? Well, I joined the military at 38 to get back. I've been a real estate appraiser for about a quarter of a century. And uh, when I saw Katrina happen, I thought, man, I was watching uh, When the Levees Broke by Spike Lee. And uh, there was a line in America, if you didn't have the right medicines, to to go stand over by the the dome down there to die. And I thought, in America, there's a line to die. That is insane. I can't believe we could go from a first to third world country that easily. I wanted to be able to do more. I was an Eagle Scout when I was a kid. So at 38, I joined the military to get back, became a medic, and I uh, ended up volunteering for a deployment with the 1141st Sapper Company out of Kansas City. Bloodhounds. Those are some, yeah. Ab- Bloodhounds. Who said Bloodhounds? Kyle Kisner's in studio with us. Oh, Kyle Kisner in the house, man. He handled our comms. If it weren't for Kyle... We all would have fucked. Uh, we all would have not made it back to the pub uh, because he handled all of our communication equipment. Right That's on. funny. He can't handle a microphone in the studio. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Hey. <laughs> he can handle some other things shaped like a microphone. I guarantee Uh-oh. that. <laughs> Ice cream cones. Okay. <laughs> hey, not to get highbrow humor on you. Sorry about that. Uh, so the uh, I, I deployed with Kyle. And, hi, Kyle. So, and. Yeah. Uh, we uh, we we served together in Afghanistan, and when I got I got blown up pretty good when I was over there, and then uh, were you kind was of the, medically retired when you, I got back? Were you kind of the older guy since you joined at thirty eight? Like, what was it, Kyle? Were you the one giving him trouble? Like, hey, I mean, we we gave each other a hard time, but yeah, I I don't know. I seem to remember uh, Wolfenbarger at one time when he was a little bit heavier, being nicknamed uh, the Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. Because I'm a ninja. Regardless of how heavy or fat I was, <laughs> that's amazing. Was there was it a bunch of young pups, and you were kind of the, uh, the 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 senior member there? Well, I was. I had a very low rank, but a very old age. So I was kind of like the go between between leadership, who were all my age and my sure. peers in terms of you know I don't own business for two decades. Nice when I joined, and then uh, oh, I was the same rank as all the younger guys. So when leadership needed somebody to make sure that the young guys were doing all the right stuff, they pulled me aside and they said, hey, Wolfenbarger, we need you to lead from the front, from the rear for us. You know what I mean? And um, plus, we did a really dangerous job, and I was their medic, so everybody took care of me. It, it, it was the easiest job I've ever had where somebody could die. So yeah. the, the, to sum it up shortly. Sure. And then, then when I got out, I, that's when the real work started, was uh, trying to deal with my PTSD and my TBI, chronic pain issues and things like that. But Kyle was the one that, that initially recommended me for the original Project 22 trip to Colorado where we learned about medical cannabis, medical marijuana and the, and the ways that it was being used to help soldiers with our symptom uh, profiles. So... I was blessed to have Kyle in service with me and then again blessed that he thought enough of me to include me in that opportunity. And now I'm a, I'm a patient advocate, or I'm not a patient advocate yet, I'm an advocate, and uh, hopefully on Tuesday I'll get to become a patient advocate. I love it. I love it, man. We, 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 I, I see there's a, quite a fervor for, uh, 
for this? I mean, obviously, with three with three different initiatives, that's kind of unprecedented in the state. Um, but you know what? Let me speak on that for just a second. Sure. One of my favorite teachers in high school, Miss Fritchie. Miss Fritchie, if you're listening, uh, you'll always be Mrs. Fritchie to me. I know that you said call you Kim, but I, I, I'll never be able to. She is uh, very much against any any form of medical marijuana. And uh, we were about to have a debate last night before I had a uh, family issue come up where I couldn't do it. But if you're against medical marijuana and you think you're going to vote no on all three and that's going to make a difference, you're dead wrong. Medical marijuana is polling at about 82% right now in the state of Missouri. So one of these three initiatives, one of these three voter options is going to go into law. So all you can hope to do at this point if you're against it is pick the one that's going to be the best option for Missouri patients and keep it out of the hands of non-patients the best. And that, without a doubt, is Amendment 2. So if you want to throw away your votes and know on all three, go ahead. But this, this ball is rolling downhill. If you want to make a difference and make sure that it gets in the hands of the right patients, then you want to be yes on Amendment 2. And then no on 3 and no on C. Chris, I want to talk to you a little bit more, but uh, we po- we have something popped up on the screen that has never happened before, and I've always wanted to say this, but we got to take a three-second pause for station identification. Serving the greater St. Louis area, WGNU, Granite City. <laughs> what? Uh, we've never had that before, I Steve. Well, well, I like that stuff. We're going to go right through the break. We've got to at least give the station its props. Yeah, you know we do. Mean? No, that's funny because at uh, the Blues games, uh, they used to do that, mm-hmm. not break out of the Blues games and have a commercial. They would say station identification. I was be like, ooh, that has a nice ring to it. <laughs> Chris, that, I mean, that's how big of a deal you are. We're not going anywhere, but we are on WGNU 920 AM. Please pick up where you left off. Tell us why you prefer 2 to 3 and C. Well, Let's start with uh, Chief Justice of the Missouri Supreme Court, the former Chief Justice of the Missouri Supreme Court, Michael Wolf. I had an opportunity to hear him speak, and he has reviewed all legalization um, legislation in every state where it's become legal, and he said that every time they get the, the people get better at it. And the Amendment 2 is, without a doubt, the best written piece of legalization legislation that he's ever seen. It closes the loopholes that allow the medicine to get in the hands of the wrong people. It closes the loopholes of allowing the legislators to get their hands on the tax money because Amendment 2 funds itself, number one, that's very important, it funds itself. So this isn't going to cost anybody any money except for the patients that use it. And then the leftover money goes to the Missouri Veterans Commission. And I had an opportunity to speak directly with Representative Wilson out of Smithville, Missouri. And he said, he's the the vice chair of the Veterans Commission. And I said, how do you feel about Amendment 2? And he said, Chris, I don't have a stance on medical marijuana. Of course, right? He's a politician. But I said, how do you feel about an extra $11 million in your budget to help bets? And his eyes glazed over, and he said, absolutely, we could do so much with that money. So that is a huge plus for me because I'm a vet who's going to need the Veterans Commission someday. And I know veterans right now that need, that need it. Prop, or, um, Amendment 3, let's, t- let's go directly to there. Sure. Chief Justice Wolf again said this allows Brad Bradshaw, a doctor and a lawyer, if you've seen the commercial, 
um, to create his own fiefdom inside of the state of Missouri, and that simply can't be allowed. It doesn't matter if he's selling candles or cannabis. It can't happen, and the constitutional challenges to that amendment will be endless. Then Prop C would be a decent option if we didn't have Amendment 2, ironclad, 13 pages of it, beautifully written and and added directly to the Missouri Constitution. Prop C puts it in the hands of the legislators. And you'll, you'll remember last year where they said they passed legal, can, legal cannabis last year. But in reality, what they did was the House slammed a bill through with eight days before the end of session with no corresponding bill in the Senate. So the Senate didn't have an opportunity to make a corresponding bill, which then would need to be reconciled and then revoted in both houses. You tell me the Missouri legislation is going to be able to do that in eight days. I mean, it's never going to happen. So why would we put something this important? Missouri patients are dying every day because they don't have access to this medicine. Why would we put that decision into their hands when, as when the people have spoken, Amendment 2 is a grassroots effort of people that collected signatures to be added directly to the ballot. And as Missourians, we're blessed that we can, with enough signatures, add amendments directly to the ballot and vote on them and say, we the people want this. And uh, we're the show-me state. Right now, the entire nation is watching us. You heard that the FDA approved a marijuana-based medicine today for epilepsy, right? Epidiolex? Yes. About, what, 2500 a month? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's insane. It's, it's expensive, but what it is is unprecedented. Sure. Well, I guess there have been precedents, but what's important is marijuana is a Schedule One drug in the United States. That's why we're not getting local research. I say local. I mean United States research on it. And... The reason, the, the definition, your listeners can Google this and, 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 and know that I'm right. A Schedule One drug has no medical use. Yep. Right. Yep. We talk about right. it all the time, man. No medical use. And if the FDA just approved a medicine made out of it, guess what? That's medical use. And oh. that means this, 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 this marijuana needs to be de- rescheduled. So is it is it synthetic or is it actual like cannabis like well, real cannabis? You're going to have to talk to a scientist about that. Right. I'm just a dude right. who's a patient or an advocate, and so hopefully soon a patient. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. But the most important thing is, even if it's a synthetic, it's still made from the compounds oh, yeah. that are in marijuana, which right. means that this med- this medicine does have medicinal use. This oh. plant does have medicinal use. We all know it does. And it's time for the feds to get on board. And I've heard at every level of government of the people that I've had an opportunity to talk to say, everybody's watching Missouri. Oh, I, I agree. And Epidiolex, I believe, got a Schedule 5. Schedule 5. Yeah. Schedule 5 reading on Epidiolex. And that, that Schedule 1 thing, that upsets me more than anything. But we it should ha- be completely descheduled. We, we had the chance to converse with Irvin Rosenfeld. Right. I mean, I, oh, don't, really? I don't understand how... Well, you were at the conference, weren't you? Uh, yeah, absolutely I was. I didn't know if your listeners knew who Irvin was, so I owe really so yeah. that you could chime oh, in with who he is. beautiful play. Come you know, on with the segue. Wow, on, that was so good. He called uh, in the week before the conference. Yeah, he was on the show. got to meet up. Oh, okay, okay. Then Thanks you're for listening. listening. Thanks for listening, Chris. Yeah, we hey, know. Hey, you know, I'm... I'm, 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 I'm
Long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, no, but he's he's a federal patient. They have acknowledged that yes. he that that cannabis helps his bone tumors. Yeah, that it has a medical use. He's a walking contradiction. He he walks in the face of Schedule One. The federal government prescribes him three hundred. I don't get it. Joints a month. They come in a can. I saw the sticker on they, the side of the can. It looks just they, like a. Smoke all three hundred of these. I better make sure this one's not poison. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. No, and Irvin's great, man. That's what it was so cool how he handled himself. He fought the law and absolutely he won and he like, won. Yeah, that was amazing. How how'd you? Uh, what was your favorite part about the conference? What'd you think? Ah, uh, Sue Sisley getting the seventy sixth patient for her PTSD research on soldiers with PTSD and treating them with medical marijuana was Dude. epic uh, because that means we're about to get her findings um, of her double-blind study with the placebo. They'll probably be published in the spring, and I can't wait for that. We all know the hypothesis is that it works and that it helps, and we've seen it in other countries. Israel's it has been the number one prescribed PTSD medicine. When I say number one, I mean first prescribed PTSD medicine in Israel since 1996. It's incredible. And they've been using it since the 80s. Um and they also and right now our, our our PTSD soldiers get Prozac and Zoloft, and those both have suicidal ideation. So the VA, God love them, they only have so many arrows in their quiver, and they have a heart of gold, but they are handcuffed by a federal government that is not letting them have access to the effective medicines that our soldiers desperately need. And and keep in mind. When we talk about PTSD, everybody automatically talks about people like me and Kyle that have been to war, right? 90% of American PTSD patients were in car wrecks or were raped or had a traumatic experience of some nature that doesn't have anything to, maybe they were robbed, you know, it doesn't have anything to do with being in war. So when we talk about PTSD, everybody thinks, oh, they're talking about soldiers. This is something that's ubiquitous. Uh, uh, across all demographics, anybody can have a traumatic experience and suffer from post-traumatic stress. And that, Chris, that's the thing. We we it's frustrating to think that uh, perhaps you know outside of veterans, some of the the most extreme PTSD, our first responders, and sure. even when we pass this. Chances are they're not going to be that able sucks. to use it as they're still serving the community. They're the first one on scene of a horrific car accident yep. or a, a murder scene or, you know, accidental deaths or anything like that. I mean, the, these guys are the first ones on the scene. I've got buddies that are firefighters that, I mean, I, I just admire them so much for what that they signed up, how, how they chose to serve humanity and the community and the things that they're going to have to see in yeah. canada i believe the first responder i know the military can veterans use, yeah. so i know the military active military can yeah. use in canada i wish that we could see something like that with first responders these guys well, might might have to get to their retirement before they can actually yeah. start to treat these awful but but god forbid they can go patrolling on zoloft yeah you well know. Yeah. you know baby steps right baby steps first of all let's get a declared illegal medicine in missouri and then let's start working on getting it into the hands of the people that really need it. Because I can't agree more. First responders, could you imagine going to war, Kyle, and having your rules of engagement be don't pull that gun no matter what? You know, at least when we went to war, if bad guys were doing bad guy stuff, sure. we got to fight back. Sure. Every time, every time a police officer considers drawing their weapon, they have to consider, am I going to have a job tomorrow? 
Oh yeah, especially, um, especially in St. Louis. I mean, we've we've been on the national headlines. You know, overseas, last you're judged years. by your peers. If you got a good, you know, a good group of soldiers behind your back, then you're probably going to be all right. You know, right? Yeah, you're Roman by the here. media and everything else. Romans here too. We got Roman and Kyle here How's for it going? for protection. What up, Roman? Because Craig and I are just weaklings. I know it reminds well, me every time. So uh, you're on the other side of the state, state, not the, or the state. <laughs> yeah. No, Chris, we're going to chime in on that. Yeah, I'm glad you cut him off. You're there. on the other side of the state. There, we're over here uh, eating jerky, though. So I mean, I got to say, and I don't want anybody to misconstrue this as us being cocky, because it is absolutely important that you go out on Tuesday and you do the right thing and you vote yes on two. What does it seem like over there? We've got a scene here in St. Louis. It seems like we've got a nice little group that's super educated. They're reporting back, hey, I educated four people today about yeah. yes on two. I only no see on yes on two signs. I don't see any. Now, I'm not, I am not. I live in Springfield for 15 years. I haven't been down there for a while. I'm sure Bradshaw's probably got a little contingent down sure. there. But I don't see the, the appetite for three like I do two. What's it look like out on the west side of the state? Here's what we're seeing in Kansas City right now is educated voters – are yes on two, no on three, no on C. Educated patients are absolutely yes on two, no on three, no on C. Um, and this is Kansas City and North. The farther you get south, the more you run into Trish um, with normal and uh, new approach. And Trish Bertrand, if you don't know her, yep. she is a force of nature. Sure. And she... The Joplin Tribune, I believe, is the name of the paper in Joplin, mm-hmm. came out and Joplin officially Globe. endorsed Joplin Globe officially endorsed Amendment Two, a yes on two vote, and a no on three and a no on C. And if you knew anything about Joplin, Missouri, um, you would know that that is a small town. It's a farming community. Right, I was uh, wondering about that. that I'm, I'm it, from a it, small area. It, it, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just saying, I apologize. I'm just saying that I'm from a small rural area, too, and I don't want the people from down there have to drive all the way to Cape Girardeau or all the way up here to St. Louis to get their medicine. I don't know how yeah. aware they are of what amendments and are on the ballot. I would just like to apologize well, the, for Roman. The fact that Joplin Globe stepped up and, and said, we're, we're backing a yes on two vote for Missouri patients in a rural community like that, rural communities step, typically don't step out like that. So that just goes to show you that her efforts have not been in vain, and she's a true warrior in the cause. Now, when you get to Springfield proper, this is where everybody in St. Louis and everybody in Kansas City needs to not be caught. Because Springfield has been inundated with lies from the Bradshaw campaign about the things that they're going to get back that just are never going to happen. And... uh that is, that is going to create a huge voting block in Springfield of misinformed, misled voters that we need to make sure, because this is a popularity contest statewide, no doubt. we need to make sure we're yes on two, no on three, no on C, to ensure that our that the amendment that we have all reviewed and decided is the best possible option for Missouri patients is the one that wins. Because Springfield is being overwhelmed right now with billboards and um, TV ads and things like that. Speaking of TV, did you guys hear my commercial ran on Hulu? Cool. It's on Hulu? We're talking yeah, about big know time Hulu stars. <laughs> it's I'm, just this Kyle, little streaming service. It when he said that he watched Drugstore Cowboy. He didn't mention your uh, Yeah, why didn't you do that, Kyle? With well, his Hulu it, pick. It didn't pop up when I was watching that movie. That's all right. That's pretty neat. You're, gonna, you're not going to be able to walk down the street anymore, fella. Uh-huh. 
Who, Kyle? No, you, Chris, because you're on Hulu. That was the joke. Oh, man. <laughs> Long-time listener right here. Uh, if it makes you feel, or you know, like I, this is what I just what I've seen from my extended circle sure. of friends down in Springfield. I think the younger, the more educated, like you said, the educated voter, the educated patient, the educated you know advocate uh, sees the clear you know uh, winner in Amendment Two. But also, I think that there he he might be experiencing some fatigue down in Springfield because I know growing up down there from the time I was fifteen to thirty, I'm like, oh god, this guy on the TV again. I really? Can't, I can't take it. Anymore. Oh yeah. You know, oh, yeah. He, he's he's just he's been on every commercial for ever, forever my whole life. I'm a doctor, you know, physician. And I almost wanted him as uh, for Halloween. And he just kind of feels a little. He always kind of felt a little slimy to me. But any, what my point is, it might be a little anecdotal. I think that a lot of people. If, if you're really paying attention and if you look at them side by side, I think it's going to raise a lot of eyebrows down there giving all to but it. The but ballot don't, language. Discount, don't discount don't. the fact that he has got a ton of money thrown into this. I mean, he's spent an exorbitant amount of money. He's sure. got billboards out. My buddy says he's got these ridiculous billboards. And he's got a, he's running a commercial with some Nobel laureate <laughs> saying that his is the uh, you know his is the best option. And I don't know how anybody can look at a camera and keep a straight face saying that. Um, uh, money. Yeah, yep. I, that's true. Anybody can be bought. They're making it sound good saying this for cancer research. Well, just just keep in mind, $66 million is what the State Department, the Missouri State Department says Amendment 3 will raise. Um, the National Cancer Institute's annual budget is $1.6 billion, with a B, dollars. So if this dude thinks he's going to cure cancer with $66 million, while the best and brightest minds of America have been working on it for decades with $1.6 billion worth of federal money, then I cannot believe the megalomaniacal narcissism of that man that he thinks he's going to be able to solve that problem with one twenty-fourth of their budget and one-fiftieth of their staff. No, Are you kidding me? That's, no, a fair, that's a fair point. Like, I don't think anybody brings that up. He, he promises the world... And he's oh no! To do it with a pittance. He frames it. I mean, he he gets it that cannabis can have positive effects on everything. He's just, I mean, it's wild. But you know, like we said, it's like, oh yeah, he wrote himself right there in the middle of it, and it's like, wow, that is ballsy as it takes, it. man. Uh, you know, that, I'm not worried about that, Chris. Yeah, uh, the thing that blows me away is that he actually has the guts to say, "I'm going to appoint eight other people onto the board with myself." And then we're also going to appoint the legislative, the, the Overwatch oh, committee sure. that's going to watch over us. That's so actually, he has no governmental oversight whatsoever for these proposed $66 million worth of funds if Amendment 3 passes. It is absolutely creating his own fiefdom inside of the state of Missouri. And uh, if we let rich people do that here, then rich people will be able to buy their own piece of the government moving forward. And that's just not what the United States was founded on. It's definitely not what Missouri voters are in favor of. I've never met a Missouri voter that said, hey, I'd like to give my land to a really rich dude. Come and get it. Oh, he can just come take it. Eminent yeah, domain. Absolutely. That's, that's it, it gives him eminent, eminent domain rights. I've been a real estate appraiser for 25 years. Believe me, eminent domain is a brutal, brutal part of the governmental process where they come in and say, hey, we know you don't want to sell, but we're going to put a highway in here, and for the good of the public, we're going to do that. 
Or we know that you don't want to sell, but for the good of the public, we're going to put a hospital or a high school here. So we're going to give you fair market value for your land. Mm-hmm. His yeah. eminent domain rights are 36 square miles written into that. Huge. Think about how big that is. That's huge. Yeah. And, and it's for his research facility that doesn't even exist. Yeah, the balls on that guy. I mean, it's, it's, really, it's, it's it is unbelievable. really wild. Chris, man, we are uh, we're up against a break. Do me a favor. And uh, did you have one more for him? You have no, one more for him? I'm good. Okay. I don't need to talk, to, need to, Chris talk to Chris. Anymore. Anymore. <laughs> hey, man, I'll, I'll uh, stay on. Go through the break. I'll stay. We always like. Uh, okay, we can do that. Uh, if, <laughs> yeah. If you're down for that, we'll definitely hang around because we want you to talk a little bit more. We love your passion, man. We got Chris Wolfenberger on the Parlor STL and Tower Classic Tattooing phone lines. Right here in the Lifetime Roofing second hour of Hoosier Sophisticate here on WGNU. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with Chris Wolfenbarger, and we'll do this again. See you on the other side.